live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Here's the 3-2. Got him! Look it! And the inning is over! <laughs> Look at the Sandman! He is fired up! It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Little blooper towards second, and a reaching, diving catch made by wow. Diego. Wow. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the law offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Wait, he oh. blasts one to left, hits deep, track, whoa, go! Swung on and driven to left and deep, and it is gone! It's a walk-off grand slam for Peyton Graham, and you can unhitch the wagon! What a comeback! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Brooks the inbound for Morant. He gets by Edwards into the lane at Vanderbilt. Scoops! Scores! With one second remaining, the Wolves have the ball. No timeouts. Vanderbilt for Towns from three-quarter court. Grizzlies are up. Three games to two. I remember that day, my primary mission, my first mission was to remind everybody, players, community, everybody at the university, Lincoln Riley didn't invent OU football. And everyone needed a little wake-up call because they kind of slipped into thinking he did. I'm going to tell you right now, Texas beats Alabama. Hour 2, T-Row in the morning show on a Wednesday, April 27th. What's rude? Every day we grab highlights from the show and uh, throw them out there and say, man, you can't miss a minute of the show because... We say really great things, and that's just one of the really great things that you said yesterday. I'm going to tell you right now, Texas beats Alabama. Nobody made you say that. You voluntarily <laughs> you said did. that. You pushed me into it, basically. <laughs> uh, that's not how I remember it. Um, all right, good morning, everybody. Uh, I'm Toby. That's TJ. Extreme Outdoor Equipment sponsors our show, XOE is a full-line dealer for Bad Boy Zero-Turn Mowers. We've teamed up because pretty universally I'm known as the bad boy of sports radio. And they've got the Bad Boy Mowers, tractors and implements, and their slogan is, try it before you buy it. They give you a chance, TJ, to hop on there and take a first spin. Mow our property for us. Got a couple acres of grass. That's right. Go see if you like it or not. Bad Boy, made in America, one of the top brands of mowers for more than a decade. Uh, my guys will take care of you. You see, one of them was talking a little noise to you last night, TJ, on the uh, old Twitter machine there. Someone was talking noise to me? You know, Brian Yarnell over there at uh, XOE said it's uh, TJ, so you got on there. Oh, yeah, I did TJ's say, fault. yeah, that's TJ's fault, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They know what's going on over there. Extreme. <laughs> Apparently, everything was my fault yesterday, including my wife, who had been listening to the show. And uh, as she's backing out of the driveway in her patrol car last night, leaving from dinner, she rolls down her window. I'm standing in the garage, and she yells, Hey, when are you going to mow this yard? And then she takes it's off TJ's down the road. Fault. Everything was my fault yesterday. 
Why is your wife backing out? I thought you were supposed to back the cruiser into the driveway. So you always she does, but uh, like uh, she'll oh. pull into the garage when she parks her car. So I got you. Yeah, gotcha. so she didn't necessarily back in, but she does a lot of times into the driveway. It's TJ's fault. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, the city of Norman still in recovery mode. From TJ's vast underestimate at the crowd size on uh, Saturday. I think we're lucky it just didn't get dangerous, you know, TJ? Like, the the fact that there were long lines and they ran out of food at restaurants is bad. Yeah. But we, we could have had an unruly mob after you underestimated by 20,000 well, people. How many would be there? I think the good Lord gave me a warning. I didn't tell you that Bronx and I almost died and didn't make it to the game on Saturday. So Bronx, uh, me and a little uh, probably one-year-old uh, little boy. So, uh, And what was the situation? Here? So you know where Campus Corner Market is? Right there on uh, – Of course. Was that, uh, is that Asp? Yeah. Yeah. I get my streets confused over there. Um, so we're walking through that parking lot, and then you walk through that parking lot, and you step up onto the curb, and you go into Campus Corner right there where New York Pizza, all that is. Sure. Yeah. So we step up onto that curb. We're walking onto the sidewalk. And we hear this weird noise, this, and then right behind our head, we feel a whoosh, and hear a loud bang. And I'm talking. Drake, I'm going to need that clip. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, huge branch out of that tree that's right there on the corner had oh, wow. fallen and wow. missed us by maybe an inch and landed on the kid. In the stroller, but what? the stroller caught it, and then the big part of the branch landed. You know those strollers; uh, they seat you where the baby will have the legs spread from the uh, attach the the buckle and stuff. So it lands between his legs, and then the other part of the branch on his stroller, without hitting the kid at all, and missed us by maybe one oh, or two inches. Yeah. We would have been one second behind. One of us was going to the hospital. So I don't know how the three of us missed it. It was <laughs> so maybe that was maybe that was my warning that day. Like you underestimated everything today. Uh-oh. So, but we made it. City of no, that's amazing. I had not heard that story. Uh, the uh, tree expert for the city of Norman joins us live on the line right now. Uh, what happened there, sir? It's TJ's fault. No. <laughs> If you could have seen my face looking at the child in the stroller and the shock that that baby was just still sitting there smiling with a branch that size between its legs, like, I, I don't know how it missed him. Like, it's it's crazy. So, uh, that could miracle. have been bad. Uh, it could have been bad for all three of us. So, Well, I mean, the mom was standing there, too, but she was kind of behind the stroller, so I don't think she would have got hit, but... Um, <laughs> that's how that's how my spring game day started. Once I hit campus, I, I, it's not like we're yeah. coming off an ice storm or anything like no, that. Like what no. trees just falling, branches I, I falling? Don't know, through. don't know. Just the stress of the large crowds <laughs> got to the tree. <laughs> the, 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 the noise, uh, maybe all the vape pins in the parking lot at Sooner Market. They just, just, that just could do the it. tree just melted away. Yeah, that could do it. That could do it. Uh, Mark Emmert stepping down, TJ. Not immediately, but by 2023, the NCAA chair is going to retire. What do you think? To which I said, what has he really been doing the last decade or so anyway? Right. 
Yeah. What was his job? He was chairman of the NCAA. Uh, whatever that means at this point. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. Besides getting caught with uh, bad uh, facilities for the women at NCAA tournaments and stuff. I don't know what he's doing. Uh-huh. You know what I say to that? Get gone. My initial reaction was, um, uh-oh. Like, this could be a perfect spot for Joe Castiglione, head of the NCAA. If he was ever going to move, that might be the step. But then I got to thinking about it more. What's he like? Like, what's the step though? Like, what kind of mess are you stepping into? I'm just not sure how much longer the NCAA is going to exist. Well, that, that's my point with that. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what you're stepping into or what job you're stepping into. It may not may not even be there. Yeah, I don't know what the future of college sports is going to look like it certainly appears that we are on shifting plates right now and you know maybe on the brink of a football splitting off maybe there's going to end up being a commissioner of college football which is separate from the ncaa i think you're still going to need a governing body i mean you're you're going to need you have to have some sort of a governing body which you're going to hate the leader of it whoever it is because you just you just for whatever reason you hate people in leadership positions, uh, commissioners, presidents, not chairman, true. whatever. They, That's yeah, not no, true. Never liked a commissioner, a president, or a chairman. I love Bud, uh, Bud Selig. I, I did. I love Bud. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. The one guy everybody universally <laughs> couldn't stand. That's the, that's the guy I liked. Blathering I like, goofball. I like uh, banana pudding. I like, I like banana pudding. But you'll whoever they pick, even if it's Joe, if it's Joe, you'll immediately un- dislike Joe. Ah, Joe's a commissioner. Commissioners idiots. They get paid too much money. They just make bad decision after bad decision. Um, but I, I, you you can't not have a governing body. I mean, somebody's got to try to at least keep it a level playing field and orchestrate you know postseason events and. All that kind of stuff. So I don't, I don't know what's going to happen here. But it might not be the greatest time to step into a leadership role right now. No, I don't Especially think Especially if you're, well, if you are, you know, doing something else, maybe it would be a great time. But if you're the athletic director at the University of Oklahoma who can stay for a lifetime, right? I mean, nobody's, Joe is here for however long he decides he wants to be here. I don't know you leave that stability to go to what appears right now to be a very shaky NCAA. So I'm less concerned than I was immediately upon hearing the news. How about Elon Musk? He seems to be taking on a lot right now. Perhaps he, he can just roll into it. that position. What if he just buys buy, college football? Buys college football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know who would want that position at this point. Like, you've, you're really gambling with what your future and job would be here in the next year or two, unless you were just this visionary that saw how it all laid out. I mean, if you were this guy that had this idea and this understanding of how this all was going to work and really could move it forward, then maybe. That's the deal. Yeah. It is ripe right now for, for somebody to step in and say, all right, listen, we've got to figure out how this is going to work going into the future. Like somebody to really take charge of this. 
from a football perspective across the board, the NIL, the everything that is shifting and changing in collegiate sports. And if you are that person, you know, maybe this is the gig for you. Uh, but it's, it is a tall test and might not be achievable. I mean, it, it might just be that, it might just be that the NCAA is about to evaporate and some new governing body emerges um, that runs the show out there. might just be called the SEC. might just be that the SEC is the new governing body of collegiate sports. I don't know. But anyway, Mark Emmert, who has been a punching bag, has had enough. And he said, I'm going to ride off into the sunset now. So. I saw that news yesterday. I knew that would make you happy, TJ. Made me very happy. Made me very happy. You know, the good thing, if Joe did take that position, be the first time that one of these guys in power that I didn't like, I could actually just send him a text and say, you're doing a terrible job. So that'd be a good thing. Change your cell phone number now. (laughs) You know what Joe would say. It's TJ's fault. He probably would, just to get a chuckle out of you. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, all right, seven sixteen in the a.m. That guy's uh, listening, up- by the way, and you weren't listening at six a.m. I don't appreciate that. You talking about all the people at <laughs> all the people at the com- coming up night? to the stadium that you last night yelling that into your booth? What do you mean you don't appreciate it? What if it they wasn't got, my fault? They got TJ. We're past that point now. It has been <laughs> universally agreed upon that it is your fault. Like I said on the air last night, it is hard to get Sooner Nation or any group of people to agree on anything in 2022. But we've done it here. We have collectively come together under the understanding that it is your fault. Jerks. And uh, they got some free books out of it, so I'm glad I see that kind of unity. Glad I could get um, some reading material. That man sounded like he needed a good children's book. It's TJ's fault. Yeah, that's right. Um, all right, break time. We got OTD coming up, and then I want to hear a little of Bob on the rush. Got a little Bob on the rush we could queue up as well. Yes, do that. Yes. Let's do that. He had a busy day yesterday, huh? Talking to lawmakers, throwing shade at Lincoln Riley, appearing on the rush. I'm here with uh, the pride of Youngstown has to stay has to say coming up. We'll be back. The T Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four wheelers, side by sides, UTVs travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Toby and TJ back with you. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Terry and Jackie Saxon, wonderful people over there. They'll give you great customer service, same as any other realtor, all the way through the sale of your home. They'll just save you thousands of dollars doing it. The eight ninety nine listing fee. You say, that's not true. There's going to be hidden costs. It's all true. It's all true. You can call and ask him, 405-361-3380. When you call him, tell him it was my fault, and uh, he'll save you thousands of dollars. That's how it works over there. I like that idea, people getting discounts. 
for telling them it's, it's TJ's. Just walking into businesses. It's TJ's fault. Just walking into businesses, walking up to Chipotle. What right. would you like today, sir? It's right. TJ's fault. Ah, 10% off a burrito. <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, I don't know what song was playing here. Oh, uh, Met the Devil in Oklahoma. I think as uh, they say, I've, Air Comfort Solutions text line, I pictured Toby walking out to his bad boy in slow motion listening to that song. <laughs> I immediately added it to the uh, summer playlist. <laughs> so go. I will be listening to that song at some point while on top of the bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning from beautiful Clearwater, Florida. Toby. Oh, morning. Hey, he spelled Toby with an I here. <laughs> Toby, make sure you regularly clean that ice machine. Run equal parts vinegar and water once a month. Mineral deposits will build up inside the machine. If you don't, have a great day, Boomer. Okay, thank you. That was alarming. Did you see that baseball team that had paint thinner in their water over the weekend? Oh, yeah, that was poisoned by another team or something? Well, that's the accusation. I right. Mean, I don't know that we've... It's true. It's like, but it was like two Christian schools. It was like mm-hmm. Kansas Wesleyan and Bethany College, I think, in Kansas. And one of them found paint thinner in their Gatorade bucket, their water in their Gatorade bucket. And they, yeah, they're basically accusing the other team of trying to poison them. That's that's like go to jail for a long time type stuff. So I hope, or did they? They've got evidence to back this up. I, I don't know. That's, I mean, there's rivalry, and then there's trying to kill. <laughs> and there's <your> death, <laughs> yeah, death and murder. Right. I'm not <laughs> sure the Yankees and Red Sox have gone that far. <laughs> Why did Christian Abilene die in their dugout the other day? <laughs> we poisoned them. We poisoned them. Hey, uh, Buenos Dias, TJ and Toby. I saw Toby's Tulsa Time album. Did y'all hear the new Sylvester Stallone movie coming out of Tulsa? Uh, have a great day, y'all, from uh, Sooner Spanish Teacher. It's a it's a series, actually. All right, fill me in on this, because I don't know anything. I, the sweet lady on the sixth floor of the press box was asking me all about this on Saturday asking if uh, we were going to have Baker Mayfield and or Sylvester Stallone in the TV booth with us Saturday. And I said, I think there's a good shot Baker's going to come up here, but I don't think Sylvester Stallone is going to be coming up. But Stallone's said, been all over. He's in town. He's yeah. everywhere. He's everywhere. Cattleman's. He's been all over the place. He is shooting, What's going on? He is shooting a new television series, uh, Tyler, uh, Tyler, Taylor Sheridan. The creator of Yellowstone 1883 uh, is filming a new series right now that Sylvester Stallone is the star of. I want to say, they keep saying it's unnamed at this point because they may change it, but I think it was supposed to be called The Tulsa King about a former mob guy that gets out of prison and ends up in Tulsa kind of running some things through Tulsa. But now they've ended I love up a good mob movie. Now, uh, now they've ended up shooting it in Oklahoma City. So I don't know if that's why they say the name may change. But anyway, he's filming a series that will be on Paramount Plus. Where's he been shooting at? All over Oklahoma and stuff. You, you really have to get out more. They have put out like alerts for like extras and trying to hire people around the state to come How? and work Where? as extras. And um, I've seen it on the news and. It's shown up on my Twitter feed. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. 
He's uh, anyway. I heard about Sylvester Stallone being in Tulsa shooting a movie. That's the last I knew. Yeah. But now suddenly I hear he's running around Oklahoma City. Yeah. I, something happened with the filming in Tulsa, and it all got shifted to Oklahoma City. I don't know what, but yeah, it's a. Tulsa it's an actual, blew it. They blew it. Yeah. Oh I know God, at one so. point he was shooting at some little league fields, and they were looking for kids that uh, I actually. We, we weren't going to be able to make it, but I actually looked into it for Bronx because they were like, we need kids that are between the ages of 10 and 12 that can actually look like they can play baseball. And they were shooting some scenes out at some ballparks in Oklahoma City. So, yeah, he's been around quite a few places that people have posted pictures and things, having lunch and stuff. And All right. Uh, Sly, if you're listening, uh, is it Tanner Sheridan? Is that what you said? Uh, Taylor. Taylor Sheridan. Taylor. I believe it's Taylor, if you're listening. I believe that's his name. Uh Give us a call, 405-329-9000. This is the most influential show in the state of Oklahoma. There you go. Certainly, hey. one, of the, certainly one of the top 12. It's been a nice place, you know. I've been here for a while. Uh, I like Adelman, so, you know. Um, Look at you with your busting out your slides. I used to alone. be really good at it, but I haven't practiced That's it in good. years. So, Give us a call. Let us know what we need to know about where we need to be. We'll get a little publicity out for your tiny for your little TV show, and I think it'll help. Maybe you need some extras. <laughs> your little TV show. Maybe you need us to, you know, tell people you're going to be here on this day, and you need a little whatever you need. You give us a call, Sylvester, and we'll try to make it happen for you. Perhaps he needs two radio hosts to help co-star in this thing. One being the bad boy of Oklahoma Sports Radio. One being Oklahoma's sexiest sports personality. He's more likely to... They're more likely to have you than me on the show because... I would imagine... I don't know anything about the show, but I imagine they are wanting Sylvester Stallone to be like the toughest dude in the show, right? He's the the tough guy. I would guess so. So I think he's the mob boss, I believe, or... Have his mob ties somehow in this show. Sharing a scene with me is not going to. It's not going to make him look. What if he's punching you in the face and knocking you to the ground? Um, Like you're some pesky media member, and he punches you in the face. We can. I can play dead. We can write that into the script. I can play dead. I'd be a good. I yeah. I'd be happy to play dead in a scene. I just don't want to make him look. I just I don't want to upstage him. I guess is what I got. I'm I got say. what you're saying. As, the, as saying. the bad boy of Oklahoma sports radio, he's trying to be the tough guy in this show. And if I walk into a scene, immediately people are going to say, "Oh well, Sly doesn't look that tough anymore." So, um, but whatever we can do to help out, fellas, let us know. They're going to sucker me into paying for this uh, streaming service, though. I know that. He's got What's it going to be on? I believe, uh, I think he's doing all this development for Paramount Plus, I believe. I think that's the one. I don't think it's Peacock. I'm pretty sure it's Paramount, but that one sounds of like what, uh, isn't that what Yellowstone was on? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you were watching Yellowstone. Well, Yellowstone's well, on the, the, the channel Paramount. This is going to be oh, on the streaming service. Oh, you were watching service. on TV yes, when it came yes, on. Yes, I got you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, someone upset over the caravan here. Why did they schedule the caravan in Oklahoma City the same day the Super Regionals start in Norman? How do you know the girls are going to host? We don't even know they're going to make the tournament yet. I would say this. (laughs) There are a lot of things to work around. 
and they just couldn't work around everything. Like the NFL draft starts Thursday night, for example, up in Tulsa. I'm going to have to miss a couple of the caravans because of baseball games. I think we're out in Lubbock for one game, and, and we got the Big 12 tournament for another. Uh, you throw in softball. This person's texting about softball. Uh, Venables, Moser, and Baranchek all have schedules. So it has not been easy to find dates that, one, everybody can be at, and, two, there isn't something massive going on this time of year. So that's all I can say is they've tried their best to find dates that are, you know, and you got you got facilities that have schedules, you know, event facilities that have schedules you have to deal with too. So it's been tricky, but the dates are the dates, and if you got somewhere else you need to be, completely understand. But uh, I think sale, ticket sales have been fantastic. So people want to hear from Brent and Porter and Jenny and Joe. I think people are excited about these. You know what? But there's uh, a lot of stuff going on. I mean, I'm I'm with you. I wish I could be at all seven of them. I can't. Um, and if you've if you got super regionals, I would say, hey, first things first, you got to get through the regional first here. All right, let's don't let's don't be overlooking the regional. I'll I'll take the blame. I scheduled that date in Oklahoma City. I was the one behind it, and uh, I'll take the blame on that. It's TJ's fault. I like how you're leaning into this. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> I, I, hey, you know what's going to happen soon is uh, at some point, uh, Teddy is going to blame Tyler for something. And then we're going to have t uh, shirts that say it's Tyler. <laughs> hey, guys, you got to get our new t shirts. It's Tyler's fault. Everybody's wearing them. It's Tyler's fault. Go to the store. Bob Stoops next? Yes? Yes, uh, Yes, I have it. We can play Bob right. next. Uh, we'll be back. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right. Always cool every week that Bob Stoops comes on The Rush in the afternoon. Yesterday he was on with Tyler McComas. And uh, what's the other guy's name? Parker Thune. Parker Thune. <laughs> And uh, here's the coach. Bob, we were just talking about, um, I'm sure you had a great time at the spring game on Saturday. What did you think about 75,360 people showing up to Owen Field on Saturday? Uh, it was fantastic. Our fans to the occasion uh, answered Coach Venable's calls to show these recruits how important OU football is and all. And uh, a ton of our former players were back. It, it was a great weekend and uh, loved it. Now, Coach, the obviously coming out, you know, I really do. Now, Coach, obviously, uh, B- Baker Mayfield and the opportunity uh, that the Sooner fan base had to honor him and commemorate his achievement with the 2017 Heisman Trophy and the statue this past weekend, uh, he was met with an insane reaction from the fans in attendance at Owen Field. Have you ever seen in your career, obviously? Uh, when you're talking about a coach like yourself or like Coach Venables, the fan base responds uh, to virtually everything uh, you guys say, everything you guys put out there. They are 100% in your corner. But have you ever seen the fan base rally around a player quite the way that they rallied and have rallied and continue to rally around Baker Mayfield? 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I have. We've had incred- a lot of uh, incredibly special players around here, which is in- so fortunate. I mean, there's so many great players that have come through here, but is that that personality, that infectious personality that people have gravitated to, and you know, was such a great player for us for all those years. So anyhow, I don't know. He, he's he's definitely one of the the more beloved of all the ones. We have a lot of special ones, that's for sure. Coach Bob Stoops is our guest, brought to you by Yo Pablo on Campus Corner. I can confirm, Bob, there was some uh, rock and roll tequila going on at Yo Pablo on Campus Corner before and after the spring game on Saturday, especially with all the people that were in town. But um, I want to get kind of your thoughts on this, because I keep saying, I keep making the statement that when OU fans are challenged or when they're called upon, they seemingly always answer the call and they always show up. And I, I don't know if challenged is the right word to use here when it comes to you, but it felt like there were a couple times during your career that you called on the fan base at certain home <laughs> games. Like, I want you to be loud. I want you to show up. The 08 Tech game was one of those. Can you just kind of walk through me like that uh, initial thought a couple of times in your career and, and how the fan base responded to that? Well, in particular, the 2008, uh, you know, Texas Tech game. They were one in the country. We were, I don't know, two or three and playing for the, you know, the the bid for the Big 12 championship game and who would move on to maybe go to the national championship game. And, yeah, I had specifically knew I was, and that was the, you know, the the day they put out the, what's the song, uh, the, uh, jump around, jump around. Yeah, jump around, and uh, you know I've never heard it that way. You know why can't we do that about every week? Um, there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody having fun and helping influence the game a little bit. Uh, nothing wrong with that. So I love that Brent. Uh, you know, challenged them and they responded. Now, coach, we can keep doing it. Yeah, now, Coach, as somebody who walked the sidelines for so many years, as somebody who stepped in some, into some pretty raucous opposing venues, just how much of a competitive advantage is it when, as a visiting team, you oh, have to a, come to a stadium that's rocking? It's a major advantage. You get illegal procedures. They can't change. I've been in games. You can't change the play, and you know it's a bad play. It's You're done if you run this play, but you No, we'll get uh, we'll get Bob Stoops back here shortly. He uh, we'll get a better cell phone connection with him. But I can tell Parker that he is a big fan of the home field advantage and uh, OU fans showing up and making that place loud. One thing Brent Venables has always said is, to, or that he has been saying, is to pack the palace. He wants the palace to be the most intimidating environment in college football in the country. So we'll uh, we'll see if OU can uh, pull that one off this fall. I think we have Coach Stoops back here. We did so. get him back, yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, and Bob is a big uh, believer, as every coach is, in a great home field advantage. Well, like I said, I've been in those venues where you can't change the play at the line of scrimmage. It's too loud. And you know it's a dead play, but what are you going to do? You know, it leads to procedures. It leads to problems at the line of scrimmage. You can't, you know you got a bad play, but they can't hear you to change it. Even I mean, you could always signal outside, but sometimes it's so loud the old line can't hear you, and you know, so it it creates a lot of problems, and you know, it creates a big advantage when you, you when your crowd is is you know is reacting that way and influencing that way. 
What'd you think of the defense on Saturday? I, I like some of the game tackling that they had. It seemed, Bob, that and, and whatever happens in the spring game isn't nearly necessarily the gospel as to what's going to happen in the fall. But, you know, one thing that we've talked about is I, I thought that there were several plays, especially against the run, where there were three or four guys in on the, on the ball carrier and making nice plays. No, I thought they looked really good. Uh, it's always hard to gauge. You're going against each other. Your your team is split, ones and twos, all of that. So, but I I thought overall it looked fantastic. I I mean guys played hard. They played physical. They played well. Both sides had their times. So um, anyway, I thought I thought they overall looked really good. Now, Coach, as far as the offense is concerned, uh, was it a bit of deja vu seeing the Sooners move at breakneck pace once again under Jeff Lebby's new scheme? Uh, yeah, no, I've I've seen that before, and I thought they looked good. Um, you know, I, I think Jeff does a great job. Hey, so la- I'm anxious to see him. Hey, Bob, last question before we get you out of here. Uh, th- this is a pretty cool week when it comes to the sport of football. Okay. The, the NFL draft is, is coming up on, on Thursday. And I, I know that you can't be at every single NFL draft party or you haven't been able to throughout the years, but just how special is it? Like, especially when you got a guy going number one overall, you got a guy going to the first round, and you've had several of those guys. But just how special is it for you how NFL draft day has been in the past and seeing those guys that have gone through some, you know, some maybe some tough things in their life and they've overcome it and end up going to the league? No, you love it. I mean, it's a monumental moment for them and their families, life-changing moments, you know, so you love to see it and be a part of it. And, um, you know, and they've worked hard for it. You know, that stuff doesn't come easy. And, you know, I always marvel at, I was just talking to Lane Johnson at one of our scrimmages this past week and he's on year 10 and everyone thinks, Oh, it's easy to keep playing. No, it isn't. It's, it's a ton of work, you know, the, eat the way you need to, to train the way you need to, to practice, to, you know, it's a year-round commitment. And I get it, everyone, oh, yeah, well, they're paying multi-million dollars, sure. But it's still hard. It's still a lot of work. And at some point, they're like, you know what, I want to do something else. It just, it's uh, it's a big job. And uh, But anyway, you love it when your guys are in those moments and they get that opportunity. And uh, fortunately, I've been around a lot of them all right very good bob stoops on yesterday with the guys um we apologize that he left there momentarily in the middle of the interview but uh we finally got to the bottom of it and uh, what we determined was it's tj's fault so uh hopefully it'll (laughs) never happen again that's so great Oh, what do you think God. Bob was doing there? Treadmill, uh, golf course. Um, Why did he sound distracted? <laughs> he to sounded you? distracted and a little out of breath. I don't know. Maybe he was uh, probably about to speak on Capitol Hill or whatever. I think he'd already Capitol done that or, at that point. But maybe, maybe so. Maybe so. Glad handing with lawmakers, and I don't know what he was doing. He's Bob Stoops. It's none of your business what he's doing. All right. All right. I'm sorry. Should have never have questioned it. Holy cow, Snoopy. Yeah, it's my fault. He Sorry. He was probably trying to design an offense for his XFL team or something. <laughs> That's I don't know it, yes. Picking out uniforms and 
swatches, carpet swatches for the locker room. You know, there's a lot that goes into starting a new football team, TJ. All right, break time. We'll be back. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. T-Row in the morning show. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour. Home of the $899 listing fee. 405-361-3380. Or visit Terry and Jackie online. SaxonRealtyGroup.com. couple of off-the-air things. Uh, someone just called said uh, Davion Harmon, I guess, hit the portal yesterday. Yeah. That's right. So back out, back out into back the pool. out there available. They teased that maybe he heard about the uh, fifty grand that he could collect here. So well, yeah. I think he could collect some yeah. in Oregon right. too. Right. But like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Oregon's got a little money. And then I had this question off the air during right. that last commercial break. He's uh, they were talking about you know uh, Tyler and I'm talking with Bob about the love for Baker, and we've talked about it and. Uh, it's a love like uh, really any other we've seen with it's a, a player. It's a love like no other. That's he, right. And he he said he's the modern day Switzer. He said, and he asked the Mount Rushmore. It was Sean the Mount Rushmore of like guys outside of Switzer and Mayfield that would be on that Mount Rushmore that people will go to war for that everyone loves and will just go to Sooners? war for Sooners. And I said Boz would be on there with those two. But we're we just talking football. We're just talking. I guess so you could Way- talk. Wayman, uh, Wayman, Wayman would be would, there. Buddy would yeah. probably be there. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're tying other Let's sports, keep it to football. Let's keep it to football. Keep it to football. And I mentioned this to him. I was like, people love Steve Owens, love him, but I don't know yeah. that it's the same go to war def- battle like they would those three that I just named. Fist fight you over? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I I don't know. I mean, that may it may just Boz, be three on there. Barry. And Baker. Baker. you got to have a B name, and obviously Just that's like how the, the coaches, coaches yeah. man. How about that? That's well, crazy. I mean, one of those is the coach, but no, that's isn't that crazy, all the... I just said it's that's crazy. crazy, yeah. But I could come uh, up with another name that was that to that degree that people would... Billy Vessels, that's another B. <laughs> Billy Sims, that's another B. <laughs> right. Jim, Sam Bradford, another B. Uh, but they're not going to battle for Sam. They're not going to war for Jason White. I mean, it may just be those three. I'll fight you over his greatness is what we're saying. Yes, yes, and love. My, his greatness and love that I have for this player, this individual coach, whatever it may be. Brent may end up there. Yeah, that's a B. Yeah, he may end up there. That's <laughs> a B. I mean, Leroy is beloved. Beloved, beloved, it's a different generation than us. But, I mean, I would say he's in the conversation. Yeah, he's definitely in the conversation. You're you're right, though. You could go to some other sports and find those people. Yeah. Okay, let me, let me put some thought to that. What else you got? Uh, let's see here. Air Comfort Solutions okay. text. What did you say was between his legs? It was his strap. It was his uh, belt buckle. It was his little seat uh, seat belt. Come on. Come on, people. <laughs> uh, I heard Toby, or I heard Toby. I heard Teddy was at a Fort Worth Bucky's meeting with the LSU radio broadcast crew. Artist mm-hmm. rendering attached. Um, <laughs> two stick figures and one's really thick. It says, dude, have you been working out? <laughs> there is 0.0. Negative zero percent chance that with Brent Venables as our head coach, 
Teddy Lehman is going anyway. No, he's he is not. Now maybe he is interviewing for a job on Brent's coaching staff in some regard. We've long been waiting for that to happen, right, TJ? Well, we've teased him over that, sure. But there is no chance he's going to another school with Brent as the head coach at OU. So I'm not too worried about the Bucky's rendezvous yesterday, the LSU crew. Urban Meyer for next NCAA president. Perfect man for the times. Oh, good Lord. Uh, Ramrod Sooner says that Josh Malloy uh, you played was fire. Boomer. Fire. Yeah, it was lit. Boomer. Uh, don't have a good day. Banging. I believe you say it's banging, right, TJ? That's a banger. That's a uh, banger. Uh, that song slaps. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure. Uh, don't have a good day. Have a great day. That's from Ralph in Tulsa. Thank you, Ralph. Kansas I Wesleyan. I did a pie delivery, by the way, last night. That was disappointing. No pie? No pie delivery to the booth last night. <laughs> Golden <laughs> opportunity missed. By, was it Queenie's? Queenie's, yeah. Can you imagine how George Frazier would have slathered on about that pie on the air if they had brought a pie last night to the booth? Would have been well worth the uh, trip cross town. He would have loved on the pie more than he did Cleveland, that's for sure. Yeah, that was not a ringing endorsement for Cleveland. <laughs> it wasn't that he said he was with them. He goes, no, nah, we actually counted. There were 2,300 people there. We counted together, and we like counted Burt everyone. Fly 11 or Fly 11, that's who it was. You Burt, know, Burt Fly 11, and I counted one night, and there were 2,300 people. You ever notice how his stories never include people you've never heard of before? He's always <laughs> no, it's always like, legends, Hall of Famers. He's always dropping names. He was like, yeah, I was walking down the road with Goose Gossage one day, and we went, I was like, come on. It's never like Jim Jones. Well, I shouldn't say Jim Jones. It's never like Jim <laughs> Foster. So not. You know what I mean? It's always, yeah, it's always, yeah, I was just sitting there and in walks Mickey Mantle. All right. Come on now. Mix in as someone we haven't heard of once in a while. <laughs> Eight o'clock. Uh, we'll be back. I got a mock draft next.